everybody welcome to the 150th edition of the holy backboard podcast i am dustin here in rip city and i got my man say chilling here on the anniversary of one of my favorite rapper guru's deaths we are here talking trailblazers but uh rest in peace to guru one of the best rappers ever guru from gangstar and uh you know i had to i had to get my hip-hop out today because uh Man, I feel so old. I've never listened to that little Nas song. Like, yo, I'm, I'm out of it, Doug. Oh, man, I thought for sure Blazers were going to win that game in the fourth quarter when Old Town Road came on. Whew. It's all right. We still have a chance to to take our horses down the Old Town Road on Sunday. That must Friday, be part of the song that I don't know. Friday was not it for Portland, losing 120-108 to to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Good news. Blazers still have home court advantage. Blazers still have a 2-1 series lead. And to be quite honest, nearly every person I talked to today about this game expected a loss. We just wanted a close game. No one in their right minds actually believed the Blazers were going to sweep the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder made nine combined three-point shots in the first two games at the Rose Garden. Well, they turned that around in a big way. 15 for 29 from three, so they almost doubled their output in just one game of basketball in their home arena. Role players pay, play better at home. To me, Sage, it felt like this was an A-plus Oklahoma City performance, and the Blazers still found a way to tie the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, everybody hit their ceilings. It's plain and simple. Like, when Ferguson and Jeremy Grant are hitting threes— that spacing becomes a lot more open for Russ and Paul George and Steven Adams to do their things. I'm not mad. I kind of expected the loss. It's just more bullet board material for Dame, and I'm fine with that. Like, the extra motivation. Westbrook was just talking shit. Paul George did that last-second dunk. It's just going to be a motivating factor for our guys, so I it is yeah, what it, it is. It, it really has to be. The only downside of this game, aside from the loss, was I don't think Portland came out and played as desperate as Oklahoma City did. Absolutely not. We were way too nonchalant with the basketball. 14 of our 18 turnovers, which, again, was is, is a bugaboo for this team. It wasn't game one. We were able to overcome that. But on the road, you're not going to do that. And they capitalized nearly every single time. Uh, the Thunder were also able... To get to the line, and there were a lot of questionable calls, but that's going to happen over the course of a seven-game series. They shot 39 times. We only shot 24. They outscored us by 13 at the foul line. I mean, to me, that was the game. When Dame was going in God mode, Portland outscored the Thunder 43-37. to In that third quarter, we still weren't able to get the lead. We just could never get the stops that we mm-hmm. needed. And it wasn't as if our defensive strategy changed or shifted. Yes, there were a couple of offensive rebounds we really needed to gather. But for the most part, the Thunder were making a lot of shots they were missing in Portland. And that's going to have to be the defensive strategy because I don't think Jeremy Grant's going to shoot four for five from three. I don't think Russ is going to go four for six. Ferguson, three for four. Intruder, two of three. Like everyone was hitting and some of them were contested looks. So you have to take this game for what it is. Portland showed a resiliency that they really haven't had. Over the course of 82 games this year, 
And had we had lost by five and it was that ugly, grinded out type of performance that we saw in the first quarter, I would honestly be a lot more worried. I was extremely worried in that first half of basketball. They Billy Donovan switched things up and really pressured. They One, they started Paul George out on, on C.J. McCollum. And two, anytime Dame or C.J. had the ball, Stephen Adams was not worried about Ennis Cantor and anybody guarding Aminu Harkless, whether it was Jeremy Grant or Terrence Ferguson, came over and helped too. So they were essentially sending three defenders. Yeah, it was at- like the Horn- uh, Pel- holy shit, I call them the Hornets. Pelicans defensive strategy from last year in a way. But to Terry Stott's credit, we made a second half adjustment because anybody watching the game could see that Ennis Cantor or anybody in the middle – that area was wide open. Portland started to dump it over the top. And then if the help came, Aminu or Harkless or whoever was in the game at that time on the wings crashed, dumped it off to them for an easy dunk. Or Cantor, Leonard, Collins was able to basically convert in, in the paint. And what that did was, is it opened the floor up a little bit more for Dame and CJ. And especially Dame, he was able to turn the corner, get to the lane, it had one of the most incredible playoff performances I think I've ever witnessed. 25 points all in the third quarter. He had a total of 32. The 25 in the third is a Blazer franchise record and really gave us life. And we will need Dame and CJ to play like they have it in the first three games if we are to steal one on the road or or win the entire series. So I feel better that, that we solved that Oklahoma city defense, I think the game is still going to come down to role players. Our role players still really haven't stepped up. Theirs did in a big way. Mm. And that's why they were able to, to come out victorious with a 12 point victory. Do you think Paul George has had a good game yet though? No, he no. shot terribly in game one. Free throws have saved his stat line. Yeah, my God, that dude gets so many ticky-tack calls. 17 free throws, and I don't think he really attacked the rim more than three or four times. Like, a lot of those threes, they could have called the same thing on Lillard shooting the same shot. Mm. Like, I I really, in my heart, believe the officiating was favorable to the Thunder. Is that the sole reason we lost that game? Absolutely not. No, not at all. But if you didn't think it was pro-Oklahoma City, you probably are wearing orange colored glasses right now because some of those calls were atrocious none worse than at the end of the second quarter when Ennis Cantor gets called for an offensive foul when he doesn't even make contact with the Thunder Big which would have been two points and then Steven Adams literally moves Damian Lillard out of the way on a moving screen so Paul George can go for a layup Um, we talked about on last episode the spurts that Portland had in games one and game two that really powered them to victory Oklahoma City took charge of this game at about the two-and-a-half-minute mark. It went from a four-point game to a six-point game in, in a big hurry, and I know – or a four-point game to a ten-point game, mm-hmm. excuse me. It was a six-point spurt. But it felt monumental because of how difficult it was to score, and they were already in a good offensive rhythm. They wrote – that was enough for them to ride that to victory. We that got, was their margin of error. Yeah, we came back and we tied the game, but they were already still feeling confident. And – to me, this still feels like a long series. I did never expect it to, to sweep them. And my only concern is I don't want Dame to get too involved with Russ. This is the most I've ever seen him talk. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not affecting his performance. He had 32, nearly shot 50% from the field, got to the line 10 times, six dimes. 
but I don't want him to make this about Dame versus Russ. Now, if this is going to get Dame going, I'm all for it. But again, this was, I mean, they were both really going at it at, at the end of that, that game. Let's talk about the God mode. Cause the way he just split the OKC trap and then went and challenged the shot blocker and got layups, play after play after play after play. That shit was fantastic to see. And I think it, it made his entire team believe, like, we have the best person in this in, in this series. We are going to be fine. We have Damian Lillard. We will be fine. To see 25 points that easily is crazy. I would say I would like for him to stop doing the 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 fake out and then the jump pass out of the when he when he gets the guy rising in the air. If they're not gonna call it, man, that jump pass is really risky. It it led to a bunch of thunder runouts because like a jump pass is the most inaccurate pass you can get, and it's really like you have one one chance to get it. He played fantastic. He he was the heart and soul of the team. I mean, absolutely. You talk about all-time playoff performances. You think of Isaiah Thomas in, in Game 6 of the 89 Finals in, in Los Angeles um, going off in the third quarter on a hobbled ankle. Pistons weren't able to overcome that. I mean, you, you talk about the Jordan flu game. You talk – I mean, there, there's just so many incredible – LeBron against the Pistons in 05. I mean, that's what Dame did. Like 25 points in a playoff game when they're throwing the kitchen sink – was incredible and to be honest he could have had even more assists i mean we had in that third and fourth quarter some really great looks for aminu and harkless mm, especially that on just, the cut that just didn't fall um that's why i feel more confident because they don't have a way to defend this guy in mm. four straight performances if you date back to the last regular season matchup dame has put at least 30 on, on their heads and he's made it look relatively easy i mean he has seen every single look that they have and he he's locked in what did you think about enos's game he produced well do you think he was a good player or did he just take take advantage of opportunities that presented him when i saw he had it was he ended up with 19 but when mm -hmm. i saw he had like 18 in the fourth i was like wow that was a quiet 18 exactly it wasn't like a dominating 19 it was it, it was i'm gonna be opportunistic and that's what he was. He 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 didn't take high difficulty shots. He took spoon fed layups and rebounded putbacks. He did his job, but it, it felt like a a quiet eighteen or nineteen points. I mean, but at the end of the day, I'll take nineteen and five on nine to fourteen shooting any day of the week. I mean, production wise, he outperformed Stephen Adams, who only had ten and seven. Mm. Um, so you have to give Ennis credit there because to me. I don't think we looked for Ennis enough in that first first half. He was open. He was there. Mm. When they double the ball handler, Adams was blitzing hard. Ennis was wide open. We just did not see him. We finally gave him the ball in that second half, and that's how he was able to, to accumulate those points. Mm. Mo Harkless in that first quarter, I thought, looked extremely locked in. And then when we went later in the game, all those impact plays didn't happen. Statistically, it was a pretty bad night for Harkless, even though that first five minutes looked pretty damn dominant. 
He missed two wide open threes. He had two missed layups, um, three of nine shootings, not going to get it done. Fouled out. Um, he did play pretty good defense on Paul George. Paul George did not have a good shooting night, but the fouls he made were costly. Mm. If the refs are calling it like that, you can't close out that hard. I would much rather give Paul George a couple of inches to shoot that ball than give him three free throws. So I think that's something that he's going to have to learn. Um, you look at Chief Aminu, he had three threes, and, and they kept each one of them kept us afloat, but we just needed more. And I, I think... This was a game where it, it it wasn't meant to be. If you're it just it just wasn't meant to be if if you're a Blazer fan. Oklahoma City shot just too well. If if you're telling me a team playing their first home playoff game is going to shoot 52% from 3, they're going to get to the line 39 times and you're going to turn it over 14 times in that first half. I think it's a 30-point blowout. The mm-hmm. fact that we were able to tie it in the fourth and really have a good chance at, at stealing this game should make you feel pretty good if you're a Blazer fan. But all of those statistics are just too much to, to overcome. No no team is, is overcoming what the Thunder threw mm-hmm. at the Blazers tonight. And hopefully the Blazers kind of just accept that and realize that. You're, you're not going to win every game, especially in the playoffs. We weren't even picked to win this series. So you have to kind of sleep it off, realize you're up in the series 2-1 with a chance to take a commanding 3-1 lead on Sunday. All of the pressure is still on Oklahoma City. They have to win game four. Portland doesn't have to win game four. We have home court advantage. They do not. This is a must win for Oklahoma City. What Portland has to do is they have to match their intensity and they have to be a little more sharp. Mm-hmm. If they play a better first half, I think this is a different outcome. If they don't let them go on that spurt at the end of the second quarter, this is probably a different outcome. But it is what it is. Credit to Oklahoma City for knocking down the open shots. It's just like when teams used to defend Damon and beg Aminu to shoot. There were Mm -hmm. games when he went off and we would win. Did it mean we'd win the series? Most of the times, no. So that's why it's a seven-game series and not a best-of-one. Things tend to average themselves out over seven games. Yeah, they had a positive regression, and we, we, we went to the dreaded. I saw this on Twitter: the death lineup without CJ or Dame for a uh, pretty extended time. I, I, we cannot do any more post ups, man. Evan Turner needs to not see the floor in this series. Thank the sweet Lord he did not play in the second half. He played seven minutes of basketball and didn't score the ball, missed both of his shots, um, and had a turnover. And his turnover was was careless as shit. A behind-the-back pass to a guy cutting to the basket. The basketball doesn't work that way, bud. That's physics 101. Like, unless you put a shit ton of English on that, it's not going to wrap around to your cutter. He has a height advantage, but his shot is so goddamn flat that it doesn't leave itself any room for error when it leaves his hands. Mm. He cannot run the offense. Every time he has stepped on the floor, the offense has stalled out. Everyone just stands around and there is zero movement. Yeah, it becomes the post-up offense. And I think every time we've done a post-up, it's three seconds too long and it gets its shot blocked. And then we try it again and again and again. We become extremely stagnant offensively without Dame or CJ. And I know like Dame was hurt and 
we were in foul trouble. But this is the time where CJ probably has to step up and play that extra few minutes in the game because the stagnant offense and then the turnovers, the easy turnovers, the runouts that the OKC got, it was just too much. Maybe five minutes of game action, but those five minutes were important. Every second in this game, in this series is important. And when, when your offense is basic and you can read it and everybody knows what's about to happen, it it's just too much. OKC is too good of a defensive team to just let Mo Harkless or Evan Turner or whoever dribble down, post up position, try and get a few dribbles, and then get their shot blocked. That shit doesn't work. Like I said, he's going to continue to play. Terry won't absolutely bench him. But Evan is just destroying the offensive flow right now. It has to be CJ. You look at the Thunder. Paul George is playing 41 minutes. Russell Westbrook is playing 38 minutes. They are always on the floor, at least one of them. Damon CJ, they played 37 and 36 minutes respectively. I think there's enough in the tank to play a little bit more, especially after two two days uh, days of rest. Like we we just cannot put out a lineup without Dame or CJ on the floor. And can we talk about Seth Curry? How we did not get him one single field goal attempt? That that's that baffled my mind. Olga was talking about, hey, has Seth done anything? And I was like, I, I don't think so. And then I when I getting ready to to record with you, I brought up the box score, and I was astonished to see that he had not attempted a single field goal. He was our X factor in game two, those big momentum threes. How do we not get him a shot? So that is going to be an adjustment the Blazers have to make. I wonder how many minutes he and CJ shared the floor for, because for whatever reason, he just defers like a motherfucker uh, when CJ's on the court. Let's see if it's up on Popcorn Machine. We're recording like literally after the game, so this information might not be out. It is... It is out. Let me check. So CJ and Seth didn't even touch the floor together. So for whatever reason, Seth just was not a part of that offense. I mean, I noticed Oklahoma City made a conscious effort to not leave Seth. They were leaving every other, like, Dame, CJ, and Seth, they were in the game. Oklahoma City had their eyes glued to them. But... What I did like seeing was the Zach Myers combo mm. in the the third quarter when when they brought them in. Not only does it give Oklahoma City pause because both of those guys have shown the ability to shoot from from downtown, but Terry made the adjustment to bring them both up to set the screen. So you have who's ever guarding Dame and the two other bigs out by the three point line. That allowed Dame to turn that corner, or if they stuck with him, he was dumping it over the top. There was also the pick and pop was available as well. So, you know, Myers Leonard, the second straight performance where he looked really strong, you know, four or five shooting, eight points, three boards. Um, I was impressed. Zach had four and four and had a couple of big boy rebounds and big boy putbacks. Mm -hmm. Both were extremely patient when they had the ball in the paint, which, you know, I love to see, especially with, with Zach. So I think there is something to build upon. Like, there is a way to crack this Thunder team, and Portland figured that out. I think they just needed to figure it out a little bit earlier, and they're going to have to hope Oklahoma City cools down shooting the basketball. 
in uh, Myers's uh, second stint on the floor, he was a plus eight, and then Zach was a plus five. Um, maybe I'm a little oversensitive to the double screen because I play NBA 2K and that type of shit kills spacing. And I could see how that double screen for Myers and Zach will kill spacing too. I think it's a really easy hedge. One thing that kind of irritated me about that rotation was that Zach was a screen setter and Myers was getting was in rebound position. I would like that switch so Myers, who sets better screens, will provide that better spacing. And Zach, he was he got some big boy rebounds. He isn't afraid. This like this moment wasn't too much for him. I would have much preferred him to like get that rebound, use that athleticism, use those young legs to try and get those boards. But I definitely did like what I saw from those two uh, bigs in their uh, in that second stint that they played. Yeah, and bottom line, at the end of the day, Portland only lost the bench battle 28-20. to 20. That, that wasn't the reason no. the, the Blazers lost that game. But we need to find a way to get Seth Curry going. And Rodney Hood as well. He has been MIA this entire series. He is getting wide-open looks. It's almost like he's become the new Aminu. I mean, they are just leaving him desperately open. And I think we need to get him posted up down low. He has shown the ability to take advantage of a Thunder guard. He drew or he got an offensive foul call on him against Schroeder for, for flopping. He has to watch that out. But that gives – if Portland does go with Hood for an extended period of time without Damon CJ on the floor, the offense needs to be run through him in on the block he's got a nice turnaround game he can elevate over Schroeder or Felton I really like that that matchup in Portland's favor and I, I think we need to bring Myers Leonard in a, a lot sooner he needs Earlier, to play yeah. more minutes he mm-hmm. he provides offense and he's playing solid defense like it, it's kind of strange for the first time I feel like Nerlens Noel d- did not get the better end of our bigs mm-hmm. you know, he, had, he had four and three um it was really it was really just Jeremy Grant and, and Ferguson and Dennis Ruder, I mean, those those guys really played above their pay grade, and it's going to happen. But at the end of the day, again, two one Trailblazers. What did you did you do? You feel differently after this one? I mean, no. we both we both predicted a loss. Do you feel better or worse than you would have anticipated? First, I want to address the Rodney Hood thing. I think I talked a lot of shit about uh, the post-up game. I think if it's quicker post-ups, it would work. I think if he did more work in the mid-range, too, he would do a lot better. Um, Honestly, after the game, I made myself a glass of lemonade and started recording this. This game, this series was supposed to be hard, bro. I'm I'm not going to get emotional over, you know, a tough loss. Mm Mm-mm. It's it is what it is. The Thunder played extremely well, shot extremely well, forced us to play tighter. It forced us to respect Oklahoma City shooters. And those two games in Portland, we didn't respect them at all. We were sagging. We were sagging like uh you remember that Warriors Grizzly series where Bogut just played center field against Tony Allen? Yeah. Like yep. that was the type of disrespectful defense we played against our those those uh role players. They shot really well, and we couldn't afford to do that that free safety type of uh, defense. So no, I, I like this game. We played hard. I felt good about it. 
I saw Damian Lillard go absolutely superhero on OKC. I feel fine about the the series. I I, I want to. I can't wait for Sunday. What adjustments are you making if you're Terry Stotts? Honestly, it's about the shooting. If if OKC starts shooting like that, you gotta you gotta press more. You can't be that aggressive chasing shots because there were a bunch of like and one opportunities, but. Until they prove that they can do that type of shooting again, I play defense the same way. I try and manufacture more spacing for Damian Lillard because he was fighting through three people in God mode time. So I guess tell the tell our bigs to be more uh, fleet of foot after they set the screen so that Dame can work on either the space that was given off the screen or like the time the reaction time it gets for the guard to get back. But really, OKC has to prove that shit again for me to like, okay, we have to do cha- scrap what we got and do something else. Yeah, if I'm Terry, I definitely don't hit the panic button. Uh, I think the strategy worked. Honestly, a low-key factor in affecting the defense was Dame getting into foul trouble. He was not able to be as aggressive yeah. on defense against Westbrook as he would have liked. Um, I liked the switch when we put Aminu on um, the screener and Harkless on Westbrook. So those two could switch on the pick and roll anytime that occurred. But overall, I think it was more offense. If you're the Blazers, they just need to focus a bit more on the passes. They made too many scaries. Took way too many risks. Um, I think they need to trust their teammates a little bit more, and I'm not knocking Dame or CJ at all. I just think in that first half, the middle of the court was open. Um, we saw that the, the ball movement was incredible in that second half. It went from Dame to the middle to the cutter, you know, dunk, or, or Dame to the middle and wide open layup. Like we were slicing and dicing their defense at will. Hopefully, the officials are on our side a little bit more. I felt. Like it was really difficult for Portland to get a stop because every time we, we put our hands on the Thunder, like we got in the penalty extremely early in the third and fourth quarter, and that affects how you play defense. Mm. So I just I, I think at least for, for game four, you have to in a way, the only adjustment I look is how can we get Seth Curry involved? We must play C.J. McCollum to start that second quarter. We cannot continue to have these goddamn wolves. It's happened every fucking game. First, and second, And it bit third. us in the ass this time. That's the thing. It finally bit us in the ass. And my last adjustment would be don't get too emotional. Put your business face back on and go to work. Let them do the talking. Let them rock the baby. Let them pound their chest. Let them get emotional and take themselves out of that game. One thing I loved was Terry Stotts getting that technical. Thank God. I mean, they, that, like I said, that uh, uh, series was absolutely unacceptable at the professional level of officiating. I do not know how you can miss both of those calls. The first call when it was the charge on Ennis, okay, usually when a guy flops back and the elbow was slightly up, I can understand that. When Adams had that moving screen, that is usually 101. That gets called every single time. I mean, it, it, just, it wasn't right. Um, Terry called him on it. Didn't seem to do anything, which is unfortunate. But 
Um, I like that he stood up for his team. Yeah, but it shows that he stood up for his guys. Um, I remember uh, when Boogie Cousins came to New Orleans, Alvin Gentry said, Boogie, I got you. They can't suspend me for getting tacticals. They can suspend you. Let me be your voice. I think the Blazers need to let Dame and Terry Stotts be their voice in this series because... The rest of the people don't have clout. I guess CJ too, but like the rest of those guys don't have clout enough to like complain for calls. They should let Terry Stotts be their voice when something's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Whew. How do you feel about game four? What's your X factor? Win or loss? I, I think it has to start with Oklahoma City shooting. I mean, that's like the biggest X factor there is. Not waiting till halftime to change adjustments is a good thing. It, it will be a good move. It's a really on Terry to be able to adjust to the circumstances. I expect Damien to have a humongous game. Honestly, I'm feeling like this could be a Blazers victory just because of all the shit talking, all the that that last second dunk, all that shit's gonna be up in the Blazers crawl. They're gonna be more hungry to start out this game because they were lackadaisical. Yeah, my two X factors are going to be turnovers. We saw in game one, That's we saw one. in game one, Portland put up 18 and the game almost slipped away from them. Game two, they took much better control of the ball down down to, uh, I think it was 10 or 12 turnovers. We had 14 in the first half. I mean, that is just unacceptable. That's giving them easy points that, I mean, we cannot let Oklahoma City score 120 points. So turnovers mm. are our number one. And number two, it's going to be Damian Lillard. Yes, he had a 25-point third quarter, but he only had seven points the other three quarters. Mm -hmm. We need sustained Lillard and then get a little bit of burst. Now, I'm not saying we need 25 points every quarter from him, but I think he needs to set the tone. He needs to draw fouls. He needs to really get to that line, live in the paint, and hit the three. I mean, we're not going to win this game unless he and CJ – play even better than than they did tonight. I mean, that's just what it takes mm. on the road because you just don't know what you're going to get from Aminu, Harkless, Curry, all of the Rodney. role players. Yeah. The two consistents really are Damon CJ this, this series so far. Uh, Enos dominated one, had a bad game two, and was fine in three. Or good. I'll give him good in three. He was good. Myers, I don't remember if he was good in one. He didn't really he, play. But he was he was good in two and had his moments in three. So there's always going to be that person who steps up, but who has to be consistent is Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. And Dame was a fucking superstar today. Dame was a superstar. And to be honest, I wish he had more than 21 field goal attempts because you look at Aminu and Harkless both shooting three for nine, I would rather some of those attempts gone to Myers, gone to CJ, gone to Dame. I mean, we we, we can't have players who can't shoot continue to shoot. Mm. I mean, that that's that's just the, the bottom line. When, when you're in playoff basketball, every possession truly matters. There, there's so much more value to every possession in the postseason. And so, you know, Dame does a good job of not trying to force it, but – at the same time, he's got to find a way to get more looks. And I know that's asking a lot, but that's really what it's going to take to beat this Oklahoma City team. You think Portland's going to win in game four? I do, yes. I'm unfortunately going to go 
with the Thunder. I'm sticking with my prediction that it's going to be a seven-game series. Um, I just really feel like the home teams are, are going to continue to to hold serve. Like they say, the series doesn't really start until the road team wins. Um, I would be over the moon if the Blazers win game four. But, you know, we are still down Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, and I think we need to remember that when we're processing losses and enjoying wins. We still have home court advantage. I think that's important too. It really, as long as we don't get blown out and we show that we can win, there's a chance we can maybe steal game six. There is definitely a chance we can win game four. Um, I just don't want to get my, my hopes up too much. But I, I would say I feel better about game four than I did about game three, even though we were up 2-0. You knew this was going to be OKC's best punch, and, and we took it. We, we took their best punch, and... Yeah, it landed. They, they got the win, but they didn't knock us out. We have to prove in game four that they didn't knock us out. Um, I, I think it's going to be another hotly contested game. And as long as they don't shoot over 50% from three, outscores 13th line, you know, multiple turnovers in the first half. I mean, it, it really still is incredible to me that all of those things happened. And we could have won the game. So... I would not be surprised at all if the Blazers win. Who did I, hope, I sure as shit hope they do. Absolutely. Did but, you say who your X factor for this game was? Yeah, it was turnovers and Dame. Oh, no, what about a specific player that steps up? Dame. I mean, besides Dame, besides the consistency. I I don't know, Sage. I I it's almost like I could. It's play a mystery. It's it's a it's like a box a of random chocolates, man. Yes, it's a grab bag. Yeah. Like you know when you go to the card shop as a kid and they had the um the white pouches, and you basically went and picked and they had like fifteen cards like for ninety nine cents. You had no no fucking idea what was in that pack, mm-hmm. but you're like shit. Why not ninety nine cents? It could be anyone. I I really think if he gets more minutes, it's gonna be Myers Leonard. We need. Damn to it, get, you took mine. We need to get him more shots. He's shooting the shit out of the basketball. He's done it all season long, and he's playing damn good defense. Myers, take us down to that old town road. Damn it, you just referenced that song again. <laughs> Do I actually have to listen to that shit? It's a fire song, Sage. Absolutely. I've been listening. I've been. I've been on my uh, my gangstar shit though today, bro. I feel well, feel real hip hop. Switch it up. Ah. This is not hip hop. This is country. But Guru from Gangstar is fantastic. Anyway, yes, he is. But I mean, we gotta switch it up. Like I'm, I wore red pants today. I can't wear the red anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like was it you- all your fault? Was it all your fault that we lost because no, the red pants? Extra everyone's fault whatever you did if you haven't washed your draws since game two wash them now like you got like we got to start this cycle so it it, oh wow so it's all random we don't know what will work no no because the fans definitely so the fans in portland have affect the game absolutely their clothing absolutely i I have been exposed as a bad friend because of my lack of recognizing outfits so i will try my best to uh remember no, you know what people are wearing. All right, bring us home, Sage. <laughs> uh, fuck with us, man. This is game three. We're recording literally minutes after the game. Fuck with us. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the holy backboard. We'll be back Sunday with that hot fire. 
and rate and five stars on iTunes. That really does help. Shit. I mean, enjoy your weekend. Let's cap it with a big ass Blazers victory on Sunday night. All right. Peace out, everybody. Wherever you may be, this is Bill Shinley. Good night, everybody. Let's go!